0: Hello and welcome back to the Evolving Hockey Podcast. My name is Sean, and I'm joined by the Ungren Twins, Josh and Luke. What's up, Sean? Yo, what's going on? What's Not much. Up, it's Sean. been a bit. We it took has. a yeah, we took a week off last week. we were on hiatus.
1: Well, we haven't. Yeah. So we had Mike on, and that was almost two weeks ago, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, we did a uh, Wednesday recording for that one, so it came out on a Thursday. So what's this gonna be like a? I'm not doing the math here. This is a math podcast. I thought, like you were, I, thought,
1: I thought you were a date person. You could remember dates and stuff.
0: I can, but that doesn't <laughs> involve counting. <laughs> okay. Did you see the... I, I know you didn't. Do you know who the Island Boys are? Yeah. Yeah. So I saw this <laughs> TikTok of, of yeah. them like trying to flex and some, I don't know, buying something. And it was like a little over $3,400. <laughs> and first of all, obviously it was staged, right? And... They left the countdown in so that you could hear like three, two, one go. And just like we do to start this podcast here, but we cut it out. And then he goes, how much is it? And it's like 34, 43 or something like that. And he starts counting out one hundreds. And then he gets to 37. He goes, wait, how much did you say it was? And the guy goes 34, or 43 or whatever the total I know it was like 3,400 and he can't just think to take out two bills he starts counting again, and that's what I feel like sometimes with counting <laughs> dates. Like, I, I just don't see it like that. The same you have the same, the have this, the same uh,
1: problem with counting. Yeah, calendars
0: that... are inherently weird to me. <laughs> yeah,
1: how do you think about how do you visualize the calendar? Do you have a vi- like? Do you think about it in a circle, or does it start in January go down to December? We've talked about this, right? Haven't we? Or did we? Was this off the podcast? I think it was off the podcast. I don't anyway, think we haven't. ever talked about this. No, no I don't we think didn't. we did either. I, I very... do
0: remember that the way you ranked the months was terrible. Oh, you You're mean our general awful.
1: our general tiers of, of months?
0: Yeah, October is definitely the best month.
1: October is a good October month. October is a good yeah, no, I month. I thought I had October kind of high.
0: Yeah, tier. I think you did, but then I think you missed out. So it's like October, <laughs> September, November. These are your rankings. April, May, August, June. I don't remember what exactly I ranked them as. I do, but it's probably January. July February. is definitely the worst month, and then March and February are also in that bottom tier. I
1: I I agree, but for the for different. This is the uh, I don't know how, but you got to the right conclusion with the wrong calculation. What's the <laughs> what's that that you used mean? the wrong? I, I don't yeah. know how, but you got but like, the right answer the thing, with the wrong the formula. Here's I, what look, matters. Hold on, hold on. I agree with you, even though it's blasphemy. I feel like because our birthday's in July, but I think July and August are my least two least favorite months. Yeah, I don't like yeah. Um, I don't. I don't like either. So I'm a green. Well, of
0: August has been pretty mild yeah, around I here, don't know. but
1: I, it's just the heat. But yeah. Anyway, continue, Sean. Sorry.
0: So I think like the main criteria, at least for like listeners of our podcast, is weather and hockey season, right? And, and so, also location,
1: like so, weather and where you live. I would assume.
0: Well, the weather is like relatively the same. It's just at different extremes, no matter where you. Yeah, that's, I guess that's fair. Most okay. of them are in the northern hemisphere. I'm assuming the vast majority of our listeners are in the North America, particularly yeah. in the northern parts of North America, either in yes. Canada or the northern U.S. Okay, which
1: which we all three of us are, and that's our our kind of yes. But you know, yeah. to the to the southern U.S. and and Mexican and you know okay. South American. All right, stop, <laughs> <So> listeners.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the best weather months are also the months, generally speaking, that hockey's kind of starting up right no. so in the north right like the fall months september october november are some of the best weather months no yes september is <laughs> generally speaking the best weather month i, I don't I think it's s- debating that
1: i okay i don't want to argue about months anymore <laughs> I'm done. This, is, I, this so has nothing to do with hockey. Sean skipped over our ranking. We need to get ranking, to hockey. Which, I know, but <laughs> Sean skipped over our ranking, which I put December, January, February as the S-tier months. Yes. There's no better months, in my opinion. But I think you're wrong. Well, I December- know you. Obviously, you think we're wrong.
0: But December is, like, wicked cold.
1: That's great. It's beautiful. Yeah.
0: No. So, and the thing January is, like, and February also are also kind of colder. in the dog days. I know, like, people like it for the holidays, like, December. Okay? I do get that. And then you have World Juniors kind of coming around. Like, I get where some of that comes from. But the excitement of hockey season getting here, with the weather being good, I won't argue with the ones in the middle, because I think just three words, months are... But, <sighs> like, <laughs> when the weather starts really getting feel, a little Shane. bit cooler, and hockey starting, and the seasons are just beginning and everything's upon you, is a great and time anything,
1: And anything can happen for any team before yeah. your team completely... Ho-
0: hope abounds. <laughs> yeah, like the New Jersey Devils last year, yeah. right? And then when hockey b- season... The Buffalo Sabres... When the regular are- season is coming to its end, and the playoffs are starting, and the days are getting longer again, right? That's April, May. Um, Generally, yeah. the first week of May. I, I don't really have any knowledge of, of May after that, but, you know... Like those are the best. Was that a Leafs best... joke? Was that yeah, a Leafs losing yeah, in the yeah, Okay, I got it.
1: Uh, I I just am a pure winter guy. I, love I winter. we live in Minneapolis. I love cold. I love it. I love winter. I think it's the most gorgeous season. There's nothing more. Now, you know, if I I lived in you know if I lived in Winnipeg, that might be a little no, different. I'd still love. I winter. still would learn to. Yeah, I just have to buy heavier layers. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But... I I I I like all the months. <laughs> <laughs> No, I do not like, I'm not a fan of um, summer. But any- Anyway, enough rambling about this. But I, I are- will say that now, with uh, this being our job, I am. I don't quite get the same excitement of preseason and the start of the regular season as I once did when I was a hardcore yeah, wild. It's, fan. it's more dread about it's what we more, have to do. It's more anxiety about if the league is going to change something that's going to break our entire process for <laughs> how we, uh, <laughs> you know. It's like, it was just really funny, like, there were some—I some, some uh, I, I recently updated all the data on the site. This doesn't include, like, our contract projections or guard projections or something, but, like, the basic standard data, you know, our play-by-play data and whatnot. And there were a couple um, couple um issues with some of the games that caused uh, some things to break. Like, last year, at the beginning of the year, the NHL changed the the three-letter codes for four teams. I don't know if any, you, people maybe heard about that. But they—so they added— I mean, um, what people heard about that. Well, I think it was <laughs> us. I think Micah was tweeting about it. I think Brad, the data people, Netflix, yeah, the, the, the data people. people. Yeah. But like they changed New Jersey, where and and New Jersey used to be N dot J, and now it's N J D, and then L A was L dot A, now it's L A K. And and for, to clarify, these are the official or like I don't know if they're these official. Are the trial try codes. I I don't think they're I don't know what they're called, but they're like the abbreviations for all teams that kind of like are, or. Are, very important part of our data structure it's just like they're they need to be consistent um it was like back in the day the arizona coyotes used to be the phoenix coyotes and they had phx as their tricode, and then they re i don't exactly know why they rebranded as arizona coyotes and it changed to ai ari well, they so didn't things play like
0: phoenix did they
1: i don't think they've ever played in phoenix no i think they did, did? They? yeah they were well they were in glendale i don't know I don't know honestly at the history of Arizona Coyotes I'm I'm a little, I mean I couldn't tell spotty. you that far back about any team.
0: Yeah. I got too much information up here. Right? Another gonna... Glen River. Like where is that? Like in I have no idea. I have, I don't know. What's either. with the Glens in Arizona? And then they're going <laughs> and then they going to uh was it Tempe? Now? I don't know. Or Houston? Well, so we just
1: do a quick quick Google search to see where they're quick going. Quick geography. Glen Glen River? River? That doesn't Isn't seem... Isn't Glen River? Good. Glen River Arena is a multi purpose entertainment no. arena. Where is it's it? It's located in? in Glendale.
0: Oh, it's in Glendale. Okay. Yeah. yeah That's where they're didn't going pay to. pay
1: Glendale their taxes, right? Well, that was. Yeah, they were accused of. No, doing it's. That. it's I sorry, it's, you would have got
0: kicked out of the town. <laughs> it, well, they kind of did. Now they play. Now they play. Is it in Tempe?
1: Uh, Where's ASU? I don't know. I don't know.
0: So I'm reading the Wikipedia. It's not, it used
1: to be Glendale Arena, and then it was also formally- ASU is in Tempe. You're interrupting me about the yes. the trivia around this stadium that, and then it was formally Jobbing.com Arena. <laughs> yeah, oh, I remember that. <laughs> we have that and information it's now, in some of our, ga- our games data. I think, data. You, Sean, you, you are combining the two names, because now it's G- Gila River? Gila, probably. Gila River Arena now, wow. not Glen River. Um but that's not oh, where they're playing. Okay, okay. No, this is... it's So this is... It was the home of the Coyotes from 2003 until 2022. So it was their old arena. Um, and it used to be called, I think for a long time, was Glendale Arena. And now it's, the, it's like a concert and entertainment venue. Um, and I don't think... Is there another team? No, there's not... It was just the... It was just the hockey arena for the Coyotes. Anyway, this is... I guess we're in. It's August fifteenth. There's nothing for has happened. What happened? Well, so I was going to say, Manchepani. First, Pony, first did of all, Luke, sign? would you be quiet for a second?
0: Did you <laughs> see that Pani has never watched The Sopranos? I, 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 did, did, see that. That. I yeah. did see
1: that. I did see that. I love. I didn't read the article. Did you, it was Sean T Wasn't it right? Yeah, I, right? I think so. It was yeah. the Athletic podcast. Did he ask the question? I don't know. Like, well, I, I, I meant to go read the article because I saw it like an hour ago and and I forgot to look at it, but I didn't see the context around why the question was asked of Manji well, probably because he has an Italian last name. Yeah, but, it's like... It's really funny. What, before, there's a lot of Italians. Is, is that, like, a go-to question for Italians? Like, <laughs> like, have you seen Sopranos? Like, if like, you have a super Italian-sounding last name, is that every que- everyone asked that well, question? Was that the... Co- so, I, I don't know. I yeah, know, did I, you, didn't, did I didn't know I just saw the tweet. I'm it gonna was, go find it. You guys stall. I'll go find... I think,
0: usually, if it, you'd ask an Italian what their favorite Sopranos scene was. Yeah. Have you seen Sopranos, John? Um... So I don't think I've ever sat just... down and watched watched like literally like through the HBO. I've like watched it like through YouTube. I've watched yeah. full episodes before. I have not watched them in order. Oh, you got to do that. At a certain point when I was in college or something, that was my phase. So, that was being my like late night YouTube was just like binging Sopranos. Um, you got to start
1: it from the beginning and watch it all the way through. It's really really good. We've done that Twice, I think, maybe three times. I just don't think I would ever sit down and like binge. Do you not? Are you not a TV person? Are you not like a TV series person? No, no, not at all. You don't watch like. I I really don't
0: watch like TV. You watch movies. Things that are not sports. I just don't. I don't
1: watch really. You don't watch movies either. No, you got to up that culture game, Sean. You got to (laughs) up that. Increase your culture. I don't think I want to ask you what you haven't seen. I know, probably everything. Yeah. So like the only
0: what's your favorite movie of all time? Don't say movie a new Hope. movie of all Money... time. New Hope. <laughs> that one's that... that one's hard because like
1: you haven't seen any movies. <laughs> it's... So it's gonna sound
0: stupid. <laughs> it's gonna sound stupid, but because it was a terrible movie. Yeah. Uh... Hold on. I let me know. guess. Which guess would what... War Dogs is like? Is it one of the go tos or Talladega Nights? Okay, okay, Talladega Nights is really funny. It is funny. The other guys but I think the best movie I've ever watched. So maybe it goes along with like my favorites is definitely Goodfellows. Goodfellas. Well, Goodfellas. That's that's an admirable Oh, No, 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 no. I'm changing it. I don't know why I didn't think about it. Don't embarrass yourself. Stick with Goodfellas. (laughs) But my cousin Vinny. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's that's a good one. It's the East East Coast Coast
1: people that that's why it's it's such a like I don't know. I guess you can, but that's what I found is it's the, specifically Northeast in general. We talked about this on the podcast about how we hadn't seen My Cousin Vinny, right? I think. We might have. It was that or it was off air. Was that that with Charlie? Was that when we were talking with Charlie? I feel like that, no, it wasn't. We, it we the, watched it again. It, My Cousin Vinny is a great movie. It's, it don't, is a great don't get movie. Don't get me wrong. It's a great movie. The greatest movie I've ever made, though, is the original Point Break, starring Patrick <laughs> Swayze and Keanu Reeves and Gary Busey. And, and, and followed name? up by Roadhouse. Followed by Roadhouse, Starring Patrick Swayze and Sam Elliott. And, <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you, do you even know no. what these movies are, Sean? Absolutely not. you, you got to okay. watch you know, the original Point Break, Have you Point seen Break, any man? movie with Patrick Swayze, though, Sean? I don't like Dirty so. Dancing, Dirty Dancing is like the classic. But Ghost, the Red Dawn, which is an old, you gotta watch Point Break. Is you gotta watch Point Break again? I don't fun. watch movies, but it's so much fun. You're gonna really like Point Break. Okay. Almost, yeah. Point Break. This is what happens when there's nothing in hockey that yeah. just happens. No. So just... I was trying to say I'm bringing us back here because we've been rambling about nonsense for 15 minutes or however long it's been. The last time we had a show was about three weeks ago. Two weeks ago, we had Mike Murphy on, who was an incredible guest. You should awesome. go, go awesome listen to the podcast. episode if you haven't listened. Go check it out. Um, and we're very happy that he was on. It was a great time. But there have been some things that have happened, because I just wrote an article <laughs> about <laughs> the full free agent. I will save that free... for the second half. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, we're no, just going to just... ramble for the first 30 minutes? <laughs> no, just I do to... <laughs> uh, <laughs> We don't plan anything. No, we're, we're just...
0: talking about that now. Okay, so here's <laughs> what kind of like... Disturbed me about this. Or about has what? Disturbed are me about the review process, and then you can go into it.
1: The are you, What kind of review? You mean my review process?
0: Yes. Okay. Sean was
1: disturbed. All right, let's hear your list of grievances, Sean. <laughs> disturbed
0: <laughs> is probably the wrong <laughs> word. But I guess, well, at least the Krejci contract isn't in here. But, like, there are two particular contracts that I feel like need to just get thrown out. I know why. I know that you don't want to throw them out, but, like, are just not useful for... The analysis, and we've already talked about uh Giordano, right? That's yeah, $800,000 <laughs> for two year, years. For two, when years. he could have gotten significantly more money, right? Over five, well, yeah, let's just say around five million, right? Like, I,
1: I think, I think the suitor type deal, like a two, like three year deal, four million, five million, something like that seems that, reasonable. You're
0: right, so he could have come up short, but like probably at least still roughly four million, he could have still gotten and he took like a, a massive discount openly admitted that like it was for the team right he wants Colluding. to completely leaves collusion I feel like that one should get thrown out that's just not part of the league? because the you're league? not trying to predict that like such like no
1: yeah right? I'll, I'll let you go i'm going to let you keep then, talking cuz let you finish one,
0: the Bergeron one is a little bit you would kind of have to still treat it as the 2.5 i guess because that's like kind of what the data has but it's a two point five million dollar base salary, right? I think that's all base salary. I don't know about signing bonuses, but like that's the structure of it. And two point five million dollars in a performance bonus that is like greater than ninety percent likelihood that he would hit it, right? Yeah. It's two point five million dollars if he plays ten games, which he will. So, right? Yes, yeah. So it's actually more like a five million dollar deal, right? Right, which is still a decent discount, but like not of fair it wouldn't it wouldn't like be so far away from the model um that it would be like such an outlier like it is right now yeah. cuz you projected what like 7 something well yeah so i'm going to yeah, pull up point. i'll pull up both of them i uh, think a one year contract it was like more like 6 million right yeah so
1: bergeron signing with uh with the same team, which is essentially he was more or less an RFA kind of. <laughs> uh, we had a one year six five point nine five point basically five six million okay, one yeah, year yeah, six yeah. million. So in free agency, yeah, and I so first of all I don't understand why they structured like is there a possibility that Bergeron just sees the Bruins play the no, Bruins play so for eight it, games and says this fit. team is so, dog shit I'm not going to play this they year they wouldn't they
0: wouldn't be able to fit with the cap oh, okay without it so okay pretty much the way that this is going to work is that they're deferring his performance bonus along with David Krejci's performance bonus and theoretically I guess Jeremy Swayman's 150,000 dollars in performance bonuses to next year. Okay. Um, so
1: they're kind of just it's not circumventing but it was what well, kind of is. It's a little some light circumvention. <laughs> <laughs> Uh no but yeah no. so that that <laughs> makes sense I don't know Sean did you you look like you were in a response? <laughs> he it's like he looked, you you eventually pay for it
0: you're just deferring it yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah but it was uh yes I so a couple things um in the article I talk about this go check it out it's on the first article on the homepage so go read it I I spent a decent amount of time on it um he but, did I can confirm uh, that. every year we have uh I there didn't are, do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Luke is there as emotional support yeah, I, um, for me to, and the editor and then I make I like little little critiques Luke, to this how is Josh how it says so this things is our and editing. then he gets really mad this at is me. our editing <laughs> process Luke is not letting me talk about this sequence, like, well, so we have more time, stuff to talk about next uh, segment which is fine but um, yeah the way it works is I write everything and then Luke then reads it and he Straight face, there's. I keep, try to keep things light. He nitpicks every little thing that I said, and if it's funny, he finds it like, it's like, well, this is wrong. Why did it, you say this, basically? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the joke police. Yeah, Luke's the joke police of our editing uh, <laughs> uh, style. But so to clarify, uh, what I wrote in the article is that I think those two contracts specifically uh, are, we had several people actually, like from, you know, who looked at our initial, um, like a couple days after free agency started, I did an initial evaluation thread on the each account that just went through the initial signing. I think it was maybe like 120 contracts, um, maybe, you know, somewhere around there. And the specifically the Giordano contract just looks ridiculous. When you, Since then, there have been a few more that have kind of come in under. But um, that one specifically, the thing is that we – I so we had some people in our mentions initially after that that said, I think you should just remove this contract. Like this is clearly an outlier. It's not actually really a result of the model. It's something is broken kind of thing or whatever. I mean, you, you can say whatever you want. Um, And then the Bergeron one, I think, is kind of in a similar vein. But the problem is that we there aren't a lot of contracts for players who are over, you know, who are in their mid to late 30s, especially players like this. And I think that like Bergeron's deal, for instance, is indicative of uh, could like I think that it's not all that unlikely that a player in his situation might sign um, a similar deal like Bergeron right now is thirty seven. Uh, and he's played his whole career with the same team. Yes. and I he's was thinking pro- he's almost a sure bet Hall of Famer. Yeah, and you but know, like I guess like the other thing is like so my point is that when we get in these older like thirty five plus players, there are especially Giordano is one that's like well there's just nobody who I mean I guess there's Chara maybe like would maybe be the comp, but I don't even remember what Chara's deals were towards the end of his like I mean, in late terms 30s. of like a player that's as good as Giordano, you'd need to get into like another a comparable player who would be. Chara at that age, not at forty five or whatever. Um, yeah, what probably we're... Shea Weber, but he's been injured. Yeah. Like there aren't, and Latang so is another one. My but... point, I guess, my point is that these are, and I can tell Sean is getting bored here, so I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll wrap this up. Is uh, <laughs> um. Like, I was thinking about it, like, someone like Stephen Samkos, for me, seems like somebody that might be a comparable, say, in, like, four years or five years to Bergeron, who's a player who's played with, I believe he's played with the yeah, Lightning with his the whole, career. Whole, year, whole career. He's 32 right now. He's got two years left on his deal now, but say he signs a three-year deal at 34 or 35 or whatever, and then he's 37, 38, like, that's a similar situation where a player might find themselves in, where they, maybe they want another year, they could still play, they're still good, um, Pavelski's another one, too, like, these are, so we kind of want those data points in the future, because I, I think to a certain extent, it's a little ridiculous to expect like a player like Giordano to like who's thirty nine, I think, um, like to sign that much. I think it is. There's a lot more uncertainty there, and I think it should probably push that projection down a little bit. But at the same time, it really depends, and ultimately, we're talking about such a small number of observations and players that. But. It's funny with both those contracts I mentioned in the article that they really do hurt the evaluation, quote unquote, of the model. Like they, they dropped the R squared, just those two contracts out of 225 or whatever it was contracts. Like they dropped the R squared from, I, I think if they aren't included, the R squared goes up from like 0.85 to 0.89. And like the MAE overall ten, like drops like 40,000. I'm kind of just like spewing off like the evaluation metrics here, but it's just funny how much those contracts. There's a couple other ones too, and we can maybe get into it um, a little later or whatever. That I think there's are also have some information around them that is like I think the Latang deal, for instance, like Latang clearly wanted to play with Pittsburgh, and he wasn't really in a situation where he wanted. I don't think to go to another team, and I think if he were to go to another team, he's likely to get a much bigger deal. I would think I just given the defensive defenseman market this off season. And so, yeah, but I was one. And I was going to say that I think that the other, the other, I think example that I thought was pretty kind of funny to think about was someone, I can't remember who it was on Twitter responded and said, like, say you're, you're making a model to predict performance of a machine right like and you have certain metrics that are you know evaluation or like measurements of that machine and you're trying to predict what its output if it malfunctions for one of the observations you don't want to include that in your training data because that's clearly unintentional that that's not something that you should expect to happen. And so they were saying that it's kind of like a, a malfunction. <laughs> yeah. Is that like Giordano signing that is like a malfunction in the NHL because that's not <laughs> something that should ever really be expected to happen. <laughs> Which I thought was a kind of funny way to think about
0: well, it. Well, I mean, I I think there's like a major... Did Prashant like have a a uh, thread like this weekend or something? I think I don't want steal, to steal his thunder with that but the thing is like we've had a very different market dynamic than we've had like ever right with a flat cap um i would say specifically with a flat cap but also like this post-covid um i guess you could say psychological effect of you think about johnny gutrow as an example like he just didn't want to be out in alberta again and covid it's kind of widely reported like kind of affected that right you're just very isolated it's a lot harder to see your family when you're playing in calgary during a pandemic as an example right so it really prioritized him going back to the east coast and he didn't necessarily need to be in philly even if that was his number one or new jersey but he wanted to be a little bit closer to home right and so despite him getting a significantly bigger offer in calgary he takes a decent amount less like 15 million dollars less to move back to the east coast and so that's that's just not exactly what the model is trying to predict like it's just not that it's not worthwhile to like have that in its evaluation because i think that dynamic has sort of always existed but we're seeing on the edges some really interesting cases that like a giordano maybe that um just don't necessarily yeah. exist before or I, now and, are starting yeah. to exist.
1: Like I, I I agree, and I think the thing is, and I, I did want to, and I don't know, again, we can save this for a little bit later, but I actually kind of came to the conclusion in the article, I I think the flat cap, the stagnant cap, hasn't risen in three years, blah, blah, blah. I think there is some impact from that, obviously, but I don't think that that's the only thing that's driving some of this right now. And I think the thing is that it's, it's like, if you look at, and this is in the article too, but basically, if we remove Giordano, Bergeron, Rust, and Latang. You have like Yarncroak is still a pretty big underpay for Toronto as well. But like the trend looks a lot more even between like the project the expected and the actual contracts. And so the actual there's a little bit of a of a drop off towards the higher end, but those two are on the higher end, like you mentioned, are Goudreau, who I think likely would have just, if he was in another situation, would have just gotten basically right in line with our projection. And then Kachuk, who's part of the first sign and trade. In NHL history, which I don't really know what that means, but that's kind of another data point that's like, well, we don't have that. Like technically, nobody pointed this out, but in the actual in our model, we that's treated as Calgary signing Kachuk, like Kachuk signing with Calgary, even though he signed clearly to go to Florida. So it's a lot of these interesting things that are starting to push it down that I think are more extenuating circumstances around those situations is not as much to say oh the flat cap is what's causing this I think we're still seeing teams ha- struggle to pay players but and we can get in this more but I don't think that it's, it's it hasn't been super severe so far I don't think
0: right like I think I think some of it's around yeah. the edges and that kind of was what like gets your um attention what is it like peak and theory like Daniel kahneman uh, right were you what are you talking about? No, do you know how talk about? Were you? Well, I guess it would be like if you looked back on free agency, but like you remember, like the, like oh the the most peak and rule parts of your experience. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And so when you think about when you think about free agency, you think about the biggest players that are signing, and then like there's like the weirdest situations, and you don't again think about the fact that the vast majority of signings are like what like less than a million or less than 2 million they're like more or less depth players yeah. which are going to still fall in line like it's not going to be heavily yeah. affected and for the most part like the trend is still there and it's still yeah. in line but you if you were to ask me at the end of the summer like to recap for the agency the contracts that are going to stick out to me are these yeah. odd ones yep. right giordano patrice bergeron david Krejci coming back but there's no data point for that good uh yarn croak Goudreau, Klingberg. Kachuk, yeah. Line a yeah, Klingberg, a, yeah. yeah. I mean, so the,
1: and uh, that's that's exactly true, and that's what we talked about. I think, uh, like, in terms of the like from a modeling standpoint, I think it's just important to make sure that you're projecting say your one to three million dollar players as accurately as you as you can as as much as your other your higher end players and that's the same with with any modeling practice and that's the thing we've talked about and some other people talk about is all they do is focus on the tails quote-unquote so like of a distribution it's the same idea is that you really people are won't like get caught up on really trying to fit for the extremes of a distribution which Ends up kind of you you kind of lose focus well, yeah. on what the you need to be judging and or you need to be predicting for the entire population yeah, accurately and, and not just the edges. Yeah, the other thing is that especially with contract data, it's um it, it, there's a lot of uh, variance in the high end where there's just not as many contracts up there. There's a lot more reason why a player would you know take a little bit less or a little bit more for a given situation and so we don't have as many data points to essentially train on so it is interesting every year to look at kind of the trends and where are we over projecting on the high end or under projecting on the high end or is it kind of right in line Um, that's just something that's always going to move around a little bit
0: and I assume too like the higher end contracts there's significantly more time taken up on them and there's significantly more back and forth which can then push one way or the other whereas like a depth contract probably doesn't have as much like, that would be interesting data to keep if you were a team or a player is just kind of, like, look into that a little bit descriptively of, like, how much time did we spend on said player and then how does that vary against... You mean, like, yada time yada to metric. sign that player? Like, so time to sign, total oh, emails yeah, yeah. back and forth, time on the fall Like, they have this data. It's not like... Like, too, I, I wonder what, like what people's perceptions are of how these things work. You know, it's not like teams don't have like um, they kind of keep like cases for most part. Like most teams will have like kind of like a, a case or some sort of description of how they they have records of how the negotiations yeah. went. Yes, right? I would assume so. I don't know. I I don't. I mean, some it some might. No, they do, and like yeah. to varying degrees. Some might not. I was saying, but but I wonder like how people like actually think this you works. mean – It'd be really interesting if we could ever have, like, an agent on to, like... Yeah, talk it to, would yeah, be. I, I would be very interested I don't in think that. I've ever heard
1: that explained before, though. I don't know. I mean, I don't really listen to that many podcasts anymore, so maybe it happened on another... It's probably button. just, like, hey, email to Philip like, here Here's where we're at. Here, yeah, here. Would you, like, eight years by eight and a half million, signed GM? Quote, unquote. <laughs> I bet you, though, for a
0: team or for an agency... Keeping that data and analyzing it in some senses, even if it's just like descriptive, might like be yeah, beneficial. Yeah, I mean, I, I
1: think that it 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 also depends a lot on like what um I would be I would I think on the flip side is how many teams are like involved like and how many are like with a certain player like so if there's like three or four teams involved with a player versus just one team that someone's talking with you know or a skater is talking with or whatever like I feel like that also gets in you know would add complexity to it but it all I don't know it's it's I haven't re- ever really thought about it to be yeah honest. but the the other thing that would be interesting I think in this current um, environment it's not necessarily well I mean I guess this goes in with the kind of the overall flat cap but it seems like that there may just be players who like are you know kind of like Kadri, I think right now because he you know hasn't signed and he oh who he did, did hold on, did I miss well, him?
0: He's, he's signing well, – no, oh. well, like, there was a fake tweet that went out. I'm not sure if you saw Micah fell for it. <laughs> but I'm going by the theory that he has signed the, with the Islanders. And oh, the rumor has been that he signed, it. like, a
1: 7 by 7.25 or something. But then I saw that it was, like – Well, it well, yeah, was a like, fake tweet. So you, what do you think – Is there? but there hasn't been any information about how much he signed for, right?
0: No, because it's – There's no information yeah, on if he signed at all. That, that yeah, would, that's what like, I'm trust. saying. But I'm going with it. It's, like, a okay. conspiracy. All right, you're doing it's a bit. like – <laughs> it's not a bit though. Like I I think it's this the, is we've even talked about it in like the hockey. Graph. It's so the, It's yeah, the yeah, Lou yeah.
1: Lamorello, the, the, the keeping all information private until he, he doesn't, he yeah. can't keep it. it w- private. But I don't know w- what I was saying though, is that essentially what you have is like with Goudreau, for instance. Now that might just be a weird one, but it seems like he's on the open market there. It seems to me like it was surprising that no other team, T- could, would beat that offer, right? Well, but that I think it was more that he didn't want to go anywhere else. Like, yeah, that that's was, true. That was what he wanted. Was so Columbus, then that gets into know. another kind of weird thing. I guess that's yeah. so but Like, like what John said, yeah, it, it, it does kind of seem like it, it. There are some teams that obviously would be willing to give out more money to a player but they can't afford to because or you know or the player just isn't ever interested in going there yeah yeah that's yeah that's and that's that's been the case i mean that's been the case for a while like i mean i know there's the jokes about how nobody wants to go play in winnipeg or whatever right but like like we we've had this every year where there's like all of these things they seem to kind of just balance out, like we also, for instance, don't include anything that would indicate if it's like a favorable tax state, which I've considered as something that we maybe do, like because players who go to Florida or whatever have it affects the or you Tennessee know, or, or yeah, yeah, wherever that is I think different. Texas is the same way, yeah, but at the same Seattle? time, you See, then no, have
0: Seattle has an income tax. No, Washington does not have what? a state income tax. And you should definitely go play for the Kraken if you're Don't good. tell me. Th- that's we true. We should
1: probably go to break. Let's investigate this. Uh, okay,
0: We'll go to break, <laughs> well, but we have, yes, well, it's true. Minnesota, Minnesota right, does, so don't they? We'll yeah. have a message okay, from yeah. our sponsor, and then we'll be back after that. More to stuff. About also, some of the interesting vocabulary that yeah. Josh used. Oh, are you going to f- critique guy. my oh, voc- vocab? On
1: the flip side, here's, here's an interesting fact. Out. Minnesota has the third highest state income tax. The fifth Luke. state highest Luke. income tax in the Luke. United States. Luke.
0: <laughs> Luke, you can come back to that. That's right. per right. TurboTax.Intuit.com. So right <laughs> <laughs> slash right. tax tips. See slash on the other fun side. facts.
1: See you on the other side, Sean. Evolving Hockey Podcast is brought to you by EvolvingHockey.com, your home for advanced NHL statistics on the web. When you become a subscriber to EvolvingHockey.com, you gain access to such evaluation tools as NHL Goals Above Replacement, Regularized Adjusted Plus/Minus, Skater Contract Projections, visualizations, charts, and much more. Visit Evolving-Hockey.com/login
0: today to become a subscriber. Welcome back to the Evolving Hockey Podcast. It's about three hours later. Luke's been in our studio, sweating, sweating. Doing his tax research. I love how this studio. is just
1: John's favorite little bit to bring back. Is Luke trying is to just, finish the? It was. It write-up. was a
0: funny time. It was a funny Wait,
1: time. When in actuality, what Luke ends up—well, this isn't entirely true. Lately, it's been this true: is he's just staring at our studio. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> Ooh, he's in
0: writer's block. Uh, yeah, a little it's, bit.
1: It's always. It's just there's too much. It's like.
0: You There's don't know much...
1: where you don't know where to go next. You know. You it's know like... what?
0: When you when you get like that, what you have to do is change your R Studio theme.
1: <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Are you want yeah, to then like... it motivates you again because now you're pretty new. Yeah, it motivates theme. me to change it back to my previous one. What do you use? Pastel on dark. Oh no! Stop. Yeah, you don't even use our studio. Yeah, so.
0: dude, I got cobalt, bro.
1: <laughs> oh, Cobalt. Wait, are you talking about the Cobalt, the programming language? Or are you talking about the theme, Cobalt? The theme. Oh, I thought you were going oh, to drop gonna say some you're, Cobalt. Yeah, like, you're learning Oh, you're cobalt. learning Cobalt. <laughs> Do you been know pro- what Cobalt is?
0: Cobalt?
1: No, Cobalt. It's C- I don't I know what that is, but I have C-O-B-A-L. Cobalt as my theme in yeah, co- our co- studio. Isn't that like. this is that the, Are you a uh, 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 um, dark theme? Like, you have the tables black or are you white tables?
0: Blue. Or bluish,
1: dark. Like your tables though, like when you're in the viewer in our studio, are they are they dark or are they white? Like, do the, are they? W- is it a white background or a black background? Well, it's, it's like a, a blue, dark blue background, dark blue, it's cobalt. <laughs> 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 oh Should I s- <laughs> let me switch up uh, my let me switch up my theme and see what it shows? Yeah, uh, R right. studio is never closed on my computer. Parents, it's you have, always open. So you have there's like the R studio theme. You can do classic, modern, or sky. What
0: are don't you know talking those are. about? And I then, don't even know where oh. our studio is. I see. I'm not talking go? about.
1: I, I'm not talking about the editor. Like when you write stuff, I'm saying the viewer. The viewer. Like when you open a table in our studio, you'll see a table, right? You know what I'm talking about, Sean? Sean is Speechless. I'm, like, I'm right just now. trying
0: to pull yeah. it up, so I'll just share this. It's been two
1: years since Sean's opened our studio. He's trying to. <laughs> no,
0: but I accidentally <laughs> got it off my desktop, and now I have to go like look for it. Oh, what your ver- computer here anyway?
1: What version of R are you running? You below four? You better upgrade I, to Absolutely four.
0: no clue. I have not been in R in like a month. Did you yeah. open
1: R Studio? It tells you right at, uh, in the console. No, that's the R Studio version. It'll take the all uh, Oh no, no it, te- it does it tell you your R yeah. version when you open R Studio. Okay, Just I'm type share version. My
0: screen. Now this is like going on. But <laughs> meanwhile, I would Why do we so start talking about here's this? the R Studio. Oh meanwhile. Sean is sharing his screen for people. Like We're to, looking at his to pull up your use of oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um your use of heteroskedastic, yeah. What's wrong the, with that? It's R, just a really big
1: word. Our version okay. heteroskedasticity. It's like a. It's a, something that I've talked about before with the contract model. It's I know. Like kind but of it's important. just a
0: really big word. Also, did R, you look it up? Did R R you click version, on the link?
1: R version three point six. Oh, you're real old. Yeah, yeah you're You got really you to update Sean. that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I haven't updated my. R it's not that old. That's not that old. It so is. let's talk Do about that. on my
0: all my global environment here, where I just like screwed around with with F one data. F one data bah for Bahrain. <laughs> i see ferrari what are how much what, what's your uh data looking like uh, yeah. these are just random but like do you see what my theme kind of looks like here yeah Don't this is yeah. My R no no no. no. I'm, I'm
1: saying that so when you click on that table right there that's it's like a you're, you're an in it's like the the black table with white letters is what there's white numbers that's what i'm saying
0: so well, it's not click, black. It's blue, bro.
1: I know it's blue, but I'm saying that it's... Click on your table again. Go to your table. That's right there. We're helping Sean with R here. You see how that's white? It's a white color for your font? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like an, the dark theme is that you have a black background well, with white is, font. This is the modern I know it is, but I'm saying that I I still have white background with black font. No. I, just, yeah, well, I know yeah, yeah. that. For like, tables. I just don't for like tables. that. For tables. I don't can, know. We else.
0: can switch that up is what I'm trying to say to you. Like... You and if that you switch I don't it know, up. That? <laughs> so I switched this, and I haven't changed it. It was June sixth, two thousand nineteen, and I fell in love with this theme. It is. I fun. was sitting at TD Garden. This is before Game Five of the Stanley Cup Final, and uh, it was just after morning skate. And I think I was doing some stuff in sequel at the time. And, yeah, I just changed it to to this theme, and I was like, I'm going to run with this. And um, (laughs) So so you're never looking back. To come back full
1: circle here, I think Sean is saying that Luke needs to change his theme so he finds motivation. No, I'm keeping the classic RStudio appearance. What is it called? Mm -hmm. Let me see. If you go RStudio preferences, appearance, it is the RStudio theme is classic. The editor theme is pastel on dark, it is the superior theme for writing code, <laughs> and I will not be changing it. No, it's just the thing is that what I was going to say is that there's a lot of different things, a lot of projects that I I could start, and it's been I've been doing little things, but I should probably. Yeah, uh, we're getting ready. We're we're kind of we got to get into ready it. for the new season. So yeah. there's a lot of so stuff I can't Sean start. Sean mentioned he, you said that I I use heteroskedastic. I think I believe is maybe how you pronounce it. Yeah, what Did, does that mean? So. For I I, I I provided a nice a link to the Wikipedia article about it so that you can read about it. But you it. shouldn't provide Wikipedia links because they're impossible to understand. Well, no, it's the it's the well the other ones are like Investopedia. links I know. for this stuff, you know, but it's like, like Wikipedia stat- statistics articles are extremely confusing most of the time. Yeah. So basically, what what I mean, or in general, with heteroskedastic or heteroskedasticity. Statistics. St- st- it's a it's a lot of word. It's a lot of letters. It's a, a lot of word. So this is the Wikipedia. I'll just read this. In statistics, a sequence or a vector of random variables is homoscedastic, um if all its random va- variables have the same finite variance. This is also known as hum- 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 homogenized. Hum- no, of variance. Whatever. It Doesn't matter. The complementary <laughs> notion is all is called heteroscedasticity. The spelling um, are also the other spellings. Basically, it it. It talks about when you have, uh, so it'd be like if you look at that plot in the article that looks at, um, there's just basically for contracts between like league minimum and like two million are much the variance between over and under in terms of projected or expected is generally a lot smaller than when you get up to the higher end of players that we can expect. That's the the general idea, and so there's a much larger variance on the high end of the spectrum for players um, who make more than say 2 million or 3 million than there are for players who make less. And basically, so basically the, the variance is not equal between the entire put, population. Oh, oh Yeah. Yeah. What Sean?
0: So just piece of advice. <laughs> I think okay. in the future, it would be nice to have, see like the, it would be nice to have like a comparison picture. I'm a picture guy of what All right in math. Like Usually, you're either good at math or you're good at English, and there's a lot of English here. <laughs> well, it's like a foreign language. I don't know what language this is. That... Sorry, what are you referencing right now? <laughs> what are you talking about? What picture? Well, do, are you on the Wikipedia page? Oh, you're on the Wikipedia page
1: that I linked, yes.
0: So, there's a there's a, a chart with heteroscedicity, and there's a chart with homoscedicity. Scedasticity, but yes. I don't know. I'm, I'm <laughs> going with a random pronunciation at this point. So it would be nice to have a little comparison and maybe like in like a little cartoon form.
1: With Comic Sans? You like the accuracy versus bias versus precision or whatever? Like that thing that shows the, the circle with the dots in different spots? Is that yes. what you're kind of talking about? Yeah, I that's like the cartoons. Yeah, yeah. That's hard to make in our studio.
0: <laughs> well, then go <laughs> out to our studio to make it. Then go
1: it. into then Microsoft Paint. And, and dry Exactly. It. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm a king of Microsoft Paint. I, I will. You like Paint.
1: I'm Preview. Preview right. for but So I I well so as you know, I already I didn't have enough time to make a little cartoon mm-hmm. for Sean to understand the idea of this a little more. And it's also like kind of more of a I'm just it's I I haven't like gone in and tested it uh like from a proper like check the residuals and check like the you know these various things that would confirm that this exists. It's more that what we usually see is that you don't have a straight line, and this is gonna, this is a little bit different historically though. You usually have a bit of an uptick as you get higher. So players who make like say they get an eight year deal are going to have a higher, like from a trend line, they're not going to be a straight line in in terms of like what you would expect. I don't know. I, I could ramble about this, and uh-huh. I, I don't really want to get into it. But yes, that is something that the contract data and a lot of other data, just in general in hockey, well not actually really it's it's uh it's something that we've dealt with in the contract stuff uh, more or less, and had to kind of like watch for um, because it can lead to it can lead well, to it, s- some specific trends that you miss so it's that's, a problem if you're just using something like linear regression yeah because linear regression is going to split it in a straight line that's how linear regression, yeah, which mostly, is why yeah. the advent of a lot of more advanced models were you know like splines or a low s or something you know like a mars or something like that would um be able to adjust for differences in the population trends versus linear regression which just splits it all on a line um but that yeah that's that's kind of one of the reasons for that a lot a lot of times you know linear regression just Works really well. Yeah. But it does. Th- not for the, con- that's why no. we don't use that for the contract. Yeah, and that's, yeah. Ultimately, it's from a classical, and I'm not, as an untrained statistician, I guess, I, I shouldn't speak like I know this too much, but it's more that it causes a lot of issues for standard linear regression or OLS, ordinary least squares. It just, it means that you maybe want to look for another algorithm or model that isn't linear regression to handle the issues there because you're going to get, you're going to have some issues with some of your predi- predictions or some of your inferences, more or less. Simple thing. Anyway. If you read the article, if you got to that point, we have a nice this is a nice companion piece, nice companion piece for <laughs> I, us I to talk through. I do also
0: love. I'm further down the article. Sean's reading Islanders, it for the first time. The up. New York Islanders <laughs> being the only one with a negative average projected GAR.
1: The Islanders. Per,
0: yeah. So
1: yeah, I actually forgot to talk about this because I had to. I somewhat reorganized. I was assuming that I was going to do like another section at the bottom of like going through the teams, but the reason why the Islanders are below so. It's in the in the article at this point if you're listening and you've gotten this far you should just open up the article so you can kind of like <laughs> read through to see what we're talking about but uh there's a chart that shows kind of the comparing the actual the difference between actual and projected contracts for every team on average against their average guard projection so like how did teams on average do like did they add value or did they not add value and when the players they did add did they um were they like paying for more more than projected or less than projected? The Islanders basically paid spot on with our projections, more or less. But all of the players they added were below replacement level. Um, but they the thing was they they were all league minimum players. Like almost all of the players were less than I think almost every one was below a million because again Lou hasn't. There, there's no information that's come out from what the islanders are actually doing so i meant to note that in the article and i just forgot to go back and say like the reason the islanders are here is that they just have only signed league minimum players More or less. <laughs> philly um yeah philly signed a lot of players they signed 13, 13 players, players yeah um, and deloria yeah deloria they didn't have so yeah basically in the article i went through and kind of looked at the teams that had like efficient off seasons and i guess and what i mean by that is teams that were that paid on average less than what we projected, so they got kind of a deal quote-unquote, or an underpaid, I don't know these words kind of are, they have implications that I don't really mean that, but it's just the simplest way to talk about it um, and then Buffalo I actually thought was a really interesting one, just because of the, like, they didn't sign anyone other than Olofsson to like a kind of a big quote unquote deal, but they signed. I think it was something like nine players, and th- I think three goalies. Um, and all of them were basically one or two year deals, which to me seems like it's more of a they're kind of just holding. They're in a holding pattern for like a year or two while they wait for some of like you know like the best defenseman in the league on power to to you know improve uh, and play a little bit more. Is kind of what it seemed like. But um, yeah, I, I think in general the I was more annoyed that with that chart because toronto just caused the scale to get all weird and looks kind of somewhat off because that stupid giordano contract <laughs> uh. <laughs> we'll never get um, over that giordano but the, That's other one, like the i thought like pittsburgh even though they got like they signed Latang and russ for way under what we projected they also added like it's a really interesting trend that I'm kind of I'm interested and in, I'm noting to watch next year is is the idea of like not qualifying a player like Heinen and then waiting and then seeing if you can just get them for cheaper than you would have like at later on. I don't really know. I don't know, Sean. Maybe if you've seen any information about did anyone else go after Heinen? I mean, like, was he offered a deal or I don't because it seems odd to me that he did Sonny Milano sign? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um. I don't know. So it's it's interesting. We saw a lot more non non QOs this year, and what that might mean or what that might entail. That was a new trend that was interesting. Not a lot of players, but it was just more than we usually see.
0: I don't know where to pick up from there. I guess I mean, oh, to answer yeah. your question with Danton, he did want to just play in Pittsburgh. Okay, so again, I don't really understand what happened there, but.
1: Yeah, I uh, I don't know. It's just weird because, like, so Pittsburgh actually, outside of even, you know, like I said, Letang and Russ, they signed a decent number of, like, I think, you know, and Edmonton was another one that was kind of – those are some of the teams that were on both sides of the efficient. But, like, Edmonton got, like, you know, uh, I guess – I don't know. You can kind of – I said it in the article, but, like, I think they should have probably signed Pugliari for longer. But, you know, Kubelik – or not Kubelik, uh Yeah, wait. Kub- no, Bouchard? No. Uh 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 no, not Bouchard. He wasn't up. No. Um, Kulak. Kulak? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kulak. I was a good, you know. They just got, I think they got some good value relative to expectations. So it was just interesting to kind of look at, um, I, I think, overall. Um, there weren't as many overpays, I think, we that as last year. But really, the only big overpay last year that really stood out, other than, I think, was Liney again. Well, Seth Jones. And then, right? Well, Seth Jones is an extension. Well, it's kind of weird with the extension players. Oh, yeah. I didn't include them because technically they aren't free agents and so like their projection isn't really for them right now it's more of an idea but last year i think ovechkin was the biggest overpay i think um in the model outside of liney liney has just consistently been a weird <laughs> <and> he just <laughs> goes like i guess the model just doesn't really know what to do with liney yeah like he's been way off
0: every contract we projected i think uh, <laughs> i do so, wonder to some extent as well like um I don't know how to say this like how what the effect on some of these like short term contracts might end up being that like players are taking abnormal short contracts like uh Klingberg here taking like a yeah. one year kind of like Taylor Hall did and like the models just not because of cuz there's not many like comparable players to Klingberg that have done that before right I don't think any any true comparable to Klingberg as so
1: the model had a seven percent chance of of Klingberg signing a one-year deal which is a little higher than you would maybe expect but that probably means there's maybe like two maybe three players who have signed unlike the was it Nick Paul who signed that long extension (laughs) yeah Was that, that a two percent? That was basically like the Sissons deal. I think is the only comp for that. So now we have yeah. another one. But I think there was like a two percent chance of him signing. An, was it an eight year deal? Is that what he signed? Or no, no, he signed a six year, six like year deal. three million yeah. dollar. Was that what it was? I think um, that was a weird contract. So th- I, to answer your question, I think the, I, d- I actually meant to go and look at it, and I just like got caught up with editing, so I didn't. But I think there maybe is one scenario. I, do, I can't.
0: I do wonder what that does then to the AAVs on the shorter terms as well yeah he's like low percentage because like you miss on klingberg because generally speaking if a player is signing a shorter term contract they're signing for less money yeah but like klingberg my guess was what happened he went out to market there wasn't too much there he's figuring out spend the first half of the year in anaheim and then i'll get traded somebody somewhere right yeah that does and, seem like so everybody can kind of see it and that was like well, I don't know what Taylor Hall was doing. I still don't understand that Taylor <laughs> Hall contract. The Buffalo signing? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. That was a weird, weird that, contract. That was another one that we were way off on. But, yeah, yep. to your point, Sean, like, those kind of deals are just very unexpected. And it, just the way that the model and the term and cap hit models um, or cap percentage models play together, it's just like you're not going to really see it. I think we've seen it a little bit more in spikes in random situations. I, I've i seen it with a couple of players that have, like, a spike – like what we used to see in like the first or two second you know year of us doing this is like as you you know increase term you would see just a consistent increase in cap hit but now what we've seen is actually for certain players who are more likely to sign say three a lot of times what you'll end up seeing is either a player if they're good they're going to sign like the model thinks they're going to sign like either a 7 or 8 year deal or like a 2 or 3 year deal and it used to be that you would just have a a consistent increase in cap hit projections for them across all terms, but we've seen some where, like, say, the third or second or two-year or three-year deal actually is a little higher than, say, the four- or five-year deal from a cap, which is probably has to do with the the way they're interacting and how, like, a, say, in that situation, a two- or three-year deal is a lot more likely than a four- or five-year deal, and so it kind of goes up a little bit. So I think the data is kind of starting to reflect that, or the model is, a little bit, but it's still, like, these one-year deals, I was just looking at Taylor Hall um, and what his... Like, yeah, he signed He signed a one-year deal in October of 2020 with a full no-move clause for $8 million. One Quick year. Quick question.
0: What's up? Because I don't think he put it out here. Did you include Lindholm for the Bruins? I couldn't quite pick him out on the chart.
1: Uh, oh, um... off off the top of my head I don't i i would have to go look i i let me see what
0: like what's your cut off on the extensions
1: so oh he signed in March right
0: it was a tr- it was a yeah yeah so it was essentially signed that was trade. that was he signed Wait.
1: before he signed before the model was trained was done. Um, And so, basically, I I actually think the cutoff was, uh, it was when they released May 16th. So, anything that was before May 16th that we didn't have a projection for, and so we don't have it in there. It actually was included in training. Um, So, Heinen would, or not Heinen, Lindholm would have been in the training set uh, at the time of, like, when they went live. But anything before May 16th won't, won't have a projection. So, anything... Yeah, and extensions are a little bit weird. Um, like last summer with, I think it was Seth Jones, and with there was another player who signed. And then this offseason with Ketur- Tampa, Didn't for instance, sign an extension last I, year? That sounds right. I don't remember. I, there was, oh, Nurse. I was thinking, I think Nurse signed an extension last year too, right? And both of those were included in training, but at the time we didn't have like a technical projection for them because they, it was not their free agent year. Um, that's the same thing with like Tampa. Was uh, was it Sergachev and was it Sorelli uh, and who else signed for them? There was all extensions, weren't they? Nick Paul. Yeah, Nick. No, Nick so Paul. Nick I think Paul, was free a free agent. agent but oh, uh, who was it? Plot? No, no, it wasn't Plot. He went to. I don't remember. Plot went to New Jersey, right? Or am I wrong about that?
0: Yeah, you're correct.
1: Okay, and then uh, no, it was Sergeyev, Sorelli, and ah, uh, it's right there. Who was the third one they extended? Do you know what I'm talking about, Sean? Are you
0: talking about Sarenac? Yeah, Sarenac. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, all three of them I, I believe were extensions, so they're not yeah, they in were. this because we didn't technically project them because they weren't a free agent. We have projections for them, but they I just don't include that from a model evaluation standpoint because it's not the same thing. That's not what the model was tr- really trying to do. So, um, yeah, it's weird. I, I think the the small the short term deals um, like Taylor Hall, Patrick Liney, John Klingberg um, are starting to we're seeing more of them because we never used to see those. I I think maybe one like didn't Ovechkin sign like some crazy one year deal like. Maybe. And then there was a Bergeron. No, Thornton. Thornton signed one, I think. one. He had like a couple back to back one year deals when he was in his 30s, I think. Um, yeah. But there aren't a lot of them. There's not a ton of them, especially players like who are mid 20s. Like Klingberg. I don't know. How old is Klingberg? 27? 28? Yeah, um, that Klingberg deal is pretty weird. I guess, I guess that it's kind of expected, though, with his recent performance in Dallas, like being yeah. kind of a lot less than what it started with. and yeah. And the team's like. Most teams were like, we don't want to, we don't want to, you know, take a. I don't, a...
0: I don't think there's as much of a catch up as you think. I think you're, you're still sort of, I don't know, in analytics land, maybe. Wait, quote. what do you mean
1: by catch up? About Klingberg?
0: Maybe it's like the Seth Jones type of thing. Whereas, like Seth Jones, at one point was really good, had a couple really bad years in Columbus, but the perception of him never really changed. Oh, yeah. In terms of like the regular NHL market, and so he went for like. A billion to chicago <laughs> like in terms of the trade and then the contract so i don't necessarily think he couldn't get like a, in a normal circumstance i don't think he couldn't get like a good contract that would align with whatever the model had him at like seven million yeah or six and a half million on a long-term deal but i think like with the flat cap some of the trends it's just, like, there wasn't room. There was no team that, like, could take him on right now. Yeah. And so he took a one-year deal that he he would want to play with. So he took a one-year deal to get traded at the deadline to go to, hopefully, in his eyes, like, a good team. Yeah. That maybe he could eventually stay with as well. Yeah. My yeah. guess of what That's happened. fair. That's probably fair.
1: Yeah, I think outside of that um – um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that was interesting. I mean, that I, we want to chat about here. I think Sean, you were you were kind of going on something about the multiple or like the shorter term deals. That maybe I cut you off there. I don't know if you had something else to add.
0: No, I don't know. I think I was going to say like I thought I heard Taylor Hall had like three or eight and a half million on the table and chose to do one at, in Buffalo. Okay, just wanted we to dip his toes that. in the in the water of
1: like, what he would Lake have made Erie more money. <laughs> Is it Lake Erie? Is that where Buffalo borders Lake Ontario? Is it? A, okay, yeah, Lake Ontario. I can never remember. We're going to get in trouble from our Buffalo friends for oh, no. not knowing I the Great I should know Lakes. what lake that Buffalo is. Do you know what food Buffalo is known for? Uh, <laughs> is this a trick question? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is Lake Erie. Yeah, you're right, Luke. See, I was right. What?
0: Yeah. They're that far south? I
1: mean, it's not shout that out to, far shout south. Shout out to Luke for
0: knowing the Great lake. Yeah. I knew it was Lake I Erie. Know. I I Hell just yeah. thought it was like Lake Ontario. Well, no, it's kind of pro- in the middle, right? Toronto. Because it's... No, no, it's, Rochester it's is between on Lake the two. Ontario. Is it not? What? No. Buffalo is on. When you cross over the border, you're at the QEW, which is south of Lake Ontario, and then you take the QEW down to Hamilton, and then you go like. Sean has east never seen slash a uh... northeast from there to get to Toronto, and that's all Lake Ontario.
1: No, Lake Erie kind of comes under Lake Ontario, and Buffalo yeah. is on the north, like kind of northeast side of it, the very northeast side, south of Niagara, right? Like, they just that's... don't
0: touch. Ontario at all? No, there, no. there's
1: like... A, what is this thing that's this river? Is it a river?
0: Yeah, it's probably a river. Yeah, the or... Niagara River
1: is connects the two. And that's... But Buffalo itself is, is on Lake Erie. It's not on Lake Ontario. Because Lake Ontario, that's what Toronto's on. And Rochester's on.
0: Well, like... Maybe if they were on Lake Ontario, they'd be able to win hockey <laughs> well,
1: Toronto's on Lake Ontario and can't win hockey games. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> when it counts. Yeah, when it counts. Yeah. Uh uh anyway. Sean anyway. Sean, have you ever been? Have you ever seen a Great Lake
0: before? Have I ever seen a yeah. Great Lake before? You ever seen one of the Great Lakes before? Apparently I've seen Lake Erie and I've seen Lake Ontario. All right. Shout out, you know, shout out to the Great Lakes. Yeah, shout out to the Great <laughs> I Lakes. Think. I might not have seen Lake Erie. I've definitely seen Lake Ontario. I've been to Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Have we seen? I don't even... When we were in Rochester, I don't think... We should have checked out like Ontario. Don't, I don't
1: think... I think when we flew out, we may have seen it, like, in the... I don't think... that Because I, I think where we were... Here, Rochester's, like, kind of far off the... Here do, you do you know do what a...
0: food rochester is known for
1: i don't know what 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 is the food that you were saying buffalo is known for before we move on to rochester well, wings but oh, like, okay yeah, yeah that was the trick Rochester's question is known for what, rochester just, uh, like uh, what a, a garbage plate <laughs> yeah that's what oh. it is i, garbage I miss plate.
0: garbage plates i the last week was like the four-year anniversary of the 2018 ritz sack which we talked about yeah are we so, we we didn't talk about it on the podcast but we talked about it i think maybe on twitter or together or whatever and uh, oh, we did talk about it because we I met Mike there. Yeah, yeah, you um, mentioned it with Mike. Yeah. What, what a great time to be alive and getting kicked off of a hockey ring. And uh, I've never, you know, theoretically, a Stanley you- Cup champion used my skates that day. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Eric! Eric used my oh. skates in that pickup game. I see. Yeah. And the Avs won the. Uh, you have skates, skates? Cup. therefore he's a Stanley <laughs> Cup champion. I forgot you had skates. <laughs> Can you skate? Are you good at skating? No yeah not only i've tried to teach myself and um i mean like i can't really stop well and i can't skate backwards too well but so probably still it's almost like golf where you underestimate how good you are compared to like the general population like it's not like i'm gonna get on skates i'm gonna fall over i'm not gonna be like like i could skate forward very I I can skate forward pretty well. Do you and I can look like directions you, all right? I, I think just with can't skating, really stop yeah. well. Or with skating, one of
1: well. the the things the telltale signs for me, and I'm not by any means. I'm actually a pretty okay skater. I just can't when you get, when you get a hockey stick and a puck in my I I can't do any of the hockey stuff. Like I can <laughs> skate. I love skating, and but like I think one of the telltale signs is whether or not you look like you know what you're doing. Like if you look like you're kind of hunched <laughs> over, or you're off balance. So do you look like you're competent at skating, Sean, or do you still look like you're learning?
0: I probably look competent. Okay. And then it's like, let me try a C cut and it sucks. You yeah. Know, like, I've worked on what my I can kind of skate backwards. My outside <laughs> edges are much better than my inside edges. Yeah. What is those?
1: Uh, yeah. I I cross over my right over my left much easier than my left over my right. I think going it's forward for me. Yeah. And I. Mean, I
0: Wait no 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 it's the same for me yeah it's the same for me
1: which kind of makes well actually it's because that's how I learned as I would do laps in like the rink I would just like kind of go counterclockwise yeah. laps and I got good at that the crossovers that way and I never reversed it so my other my other I crossovers. did the same type t- of <laughs> thing
0: I did the same type of thing and I've yeah. been getting better and like this past winter I would just go out to a, for like the couple weeks that it was like cold enough and there's no snow. I, like, went out to the rink a couple – or to the the pond a couple times and just, like, literally didn't bring a skate – didn't go out with anybody, didn't bring, like, stick, nothing, like, would just, like, skate kind of – I would try to do, like, figure eights or something, but – Yeah. Just to, to, like, really sort of practice with it, but – It's so hard. Yeah. I wish
1: we would have skated when we were younger. Our mom – we tell this story a lot of people. Our mom uh, basically put us in every single sport possible – Uh, As like a form of daycare. We always joke about this. But she didn't put us in hockey or football because I don't think she – she denies this, but because she didn't want her babies in contact sports. So we didn't play hockey. We skied instead. And I loved skiing too much, so I never went skating when it was winter. We would always go skiing. No, but we did go to like – I downhill remember, skiing. Well, is. we did like I think it was like when we were like f- six or seven. We did like f- like kind of you know kid figure skating classes, and I hated yeah. it. I think uh, yeah, I really I didn't. don't really remember it. I just remember I think that was one of the reasons why we weren't put in hockey because um, we had a lot of friends who were in hockey, and we just did skiing and baseball. Those were our yeah two. and golf, Ski- baseball and golf in the summer yeah. and I don't, skiing. And I don't golf much anymore. Skiing so. and sledding in the in the yeah. winter. Shout out to sledding. Yeah, we sled for yeah. I'd still go sledding. Yeah, if I could, we don't have any sleds, but we should get some. Sleds. I was really good. Is there like a professional sledding? <laughs> like uh, there probably is something, you think that's something. like are there are there toboggan? Around? There's probably toboggan. We wouldn't toboggan, but there's. Let me look this up really. Close. Did I hear oh this? In ca- did I hear in Canada <laughs> when they go sledding they call it going tobogganing? Is that a true thing? Regardless of if it's an actual toboggan or not. Also, toboggans know. are are super dangerous, too. Like, they are so sketchy. Like, they got the metal runners, right? Can you still can you still buy those type of sleds? Those toboggans? Super sketchy. Going to pierce somebody's leg. It looks like there are some professional sledding, like, events.
0: Well, I'm sure there <laughs> You guys are. do seem like you really like the month of December. I, yeah, I love, love winter. That's the thing. Here's <laughs> the
1: thing about winter. People, like, if you're in a winter climate, you need to go find winter activities to do, and then it's really fun, you know? Try ice fishing. <laughs> Somebody wants to have a, have a When was the last time you went ice fishing? I, have I never been I fish. don't I don't fish. <laughs> Some people though like I Some mean, people like, I'm love ice fishing. If you fishing. like fishing and but you hate winter, you should try ice fishing cuz it's kind of the same thing but you actually I don't want to do ice fishing. That's
0: that is no fun compared to actual fishing. I mean, how do you know you never yeah, tried you it? Yeah, never tried it. You we've sit been, down on a frozen I've, lake? We've Actual been ice fishing, fishing once. It's fun. We I've,
1: did? We, yeah, we went ice fishing in, like, Boy Scouts or something. I remember, oh, been, yeah. I, I've been ice fishing once, and I was more... I want to
0: sit in a tent, like, very hunkered cold. down with a hole, like, looking yeah. for some fish, and I'm going to catch, like, <laughs> bait fish half the time, and I'm not going to, like... Like, up here, too, like, we don't really have, like, musky and stuff like that. Like, what am yes. I fishing for? Like, pike? Like I No, a walleye. Pike. Yeah, walleyes. Yeah, a bit, we don't really have that here. Like, that's yeah. more like a Midwest thing. Walleye yeah. and and sunnies, bluegill, sunfish. And like New England fishing is like bass, trout for freshwater, and then you have like ocean fishing. So you got stripers. Yeah, we cod, don't have, we don't have tuna, anything close to that. What
1: it's all walleye here. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's fishing for walleye. But you're in Minnesota. also landlocked too, so we have, yeah. we have
0: ocean fishing, which is like a lot more interesting.
1: Yeah, I was never a, well, I was never much of a... We're rambling here. We should probably just go. Yeah, we should but just end it. The thing but with winter is what, is what is that? If you number one, and this also for anybody, this has been a common thing I've seen more recently among discussion in Minnesota is if you're planning to move to Minnesota for somewhere else. Number one, the most important thing, which Sean knows, we're because we're northern us people is layers number one thing is important is layers that's how you deal, deal with winter number two yeah what are you looking at me like that sean that's the un, that's a truth no
0: i've always just been like a sweatshirt Kind of see guy. that's why you don't like winter. Yeah, It's because you, you don't s- dress properly. Are you a shorts during winter kind of guy? Are you the guy no, that wears shorts no, no, around? no, no, okay. no. I'm All like right. a sweatshirt, boots, and jeans. Yeah, see that's well, why you, you don't need like a good winter. winter jacket. Yeah, you and need, need long underwear.
1: You need layers, and you need a good long. winter jacket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you don't have any long put, underwear. You put long underwear on if it gets below zero. Like that's important, and then you're gonna well, have it a great get time. Below zero much? Okay, yeah, you're you're
0: thinking like Minnesota, but like New England's like different. It's not nearly as bad.
1: Yeah, I know. So anyway, but it's just if you if, and find winter activities is my point. Winter activities are great. Yeah, They're gorgeous. Good it's, wool socks. Yeah, like pay pay money for good wool socks under uh, uh, long underwear, like okay. four or five yeah. layers under a winter jacket. Sean, you're learning something. Snow tonight. pants if you need them, and you're golden. <laughs> you're you're great. Like, you remember you remember that the well the winter classic last year. You remember that. Yeah, it was like, it was six, like six, I couldn't tell
0: you who played in the Winter Classic last year. You don't year. remember it was the played, Wild the and wild. Blues,
1: the coldest outdoor game in like we talked about it on here.
0: I mean, I remember it now that you say it, but like I'm not going to be like, wow, did you watch? Like that's another. That's a, a rant for another time. But like I'm never going to be like, oh, did you watch the Winter Classic? I'm not going to watch a Winter Classic. I have zero interest in the Winter Classic. Why it was the point. it was in Minnesota? Number one, it was at the Target only field good number two. Winter Classic since like 2011 has been the 20 20- 21 least. like 2020 with that w- the between the stars and the preds oh. and it wasn't because of the game it no, was just Corey simply cory perry got- cory perry having to walk <laughs> up to the locker room
1: it, it is iconic it's an, iconic, it is an moment. iconic moment i see it pop up all the time that just the image of cory perry that long walk The out. long walk yeah. of but shame anywho,
0: if we want to wrap up this long drown out drowned out, dr- drowned out drawn out. out yeah drawn together sean's got
1: he's got lake on his on his on his eye yeah yeah I mean, fishing fishing on sorry the continue sean line.
0: okay anyways so we're gonna end this conversation <laughs> for now and then we'll be back next week hopefully to talk about like maybe something that's sort of on topic but yeah. you could definitely tell it's august right now and uh and we're having a blast with with summer
1: yeah yeah Yes, we are. Yeah. As you can tell, we're, we're talking about winter. During, I know. For some reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're enjoying summer
1: so much that we are talking about how much we love winter. Yeah. All right, Sean. Thanks so much. We'll see you next
0: week. Yeah. All right. We'll see you.